0: It's the largest ever legal transfer of art from a war-torn country. A secret convoy of trucks carrying dozens, well, scores of rare artworks leaves the capital of Ukraine, Kiev, just hours before Russian missiles bombard the city amidst the biggest attack on the country since the conflict started in February. Inside the trucks were 20th-century modernist works from Ukraine's National Art Museum, and they were headed 3,500 kilometres across Europe to Madrid, where they are now on show in an exhibition titled In the Eye of the Storm, Modernism in Ukraine, 1900 to 1930s. The co-curator of the exhibition, and Ukraine-American art historian and journalist, Konstantin Akinska, joins me now. I welcome you to our little program, Konstantin, and congratulations on what you've achieved.
1: Thank you very much. I still don't believe that all of this did happen and happened, happened.
0: Tell us the circumstances in the last couple of days before the uh, this huge shipment began.
1: Uh, you know, it was a very difficult project from the very beginning, and it started as my personal my, my, my idea and personal wish to remove from the country artworks which are obviously are in danger. Uh, the idea was embraced by the National Art Museum of Ukraine uh, and supported by Ukrainian president uh And uh, you cannot imagine because uh, even preparation of this treatment uh, was uh, unbelievably difficult because uh as you know, electricity in Kiev uh could be switched on any minute it switched on for hours. people are going to the museum, and in this moment um, uh, uh, bombardments are starting, so metro lines are stopped, and they are sitting for hours in the Uh, trains or have to hide at the shelters so it was very very difficult
0: it's interesting isn't it that uh, many many years ago when ukraine was still absolutely under soviet control the russians didn't like this art very much they thought it was worthless and uh, pretty much took it off display
1: you know it's a dramatic story you know in a sense the same policy was applied in uh, Russian Federation, too, all or uh, all around the Soviet Union. But but in Ukraine, it had its specificities. Um, because in the um, uh, um, mid-30s, uh, Stalinist repression started. Many artists were executed or sent to Gulag. And uh, the same happened to their paintings. Some artworks were destroyed. Others were... Um, uh, confiscated from the museum and sent to so-called secret repository, which became uh, practically the prison for art. Uh, The idea was to destroy all of these works, and they survived just by a lucky chance, uh, because first this destruction was postponed by the beginning of the Second World War, and after the war, the director of the National Museum, who had to create new inventories, classified this art as an art of zero value. You know, nobody is interested in zero value, so he did not report this art to the authorities. It was continuing to sit in the secret storage.
0: Constantine, the outside world has never known much about the modernist work of Ukraine.
1: You know, uh, surprisingly, yes, because until the recent time, Even Ukrainians did not have the whole information about it because the first exhibition, which included all works from these secret repositories, happened in the beginning of 2000s in the National Museum. This material is absolutely not known in Europe. It's more or less known in North America and Canada, where there are um, uh, big substantial Ukrainian minorities. Uh, but not in Europe and uh, not uh, anywhere else.
0: So getting the works out of Ukraine was absolutely remarkable feat because as a curator you were not trained to manage military operations, were you?
1: Ob- obviously not. And I, nobody ex- like, uh, you know, expected that Mr. Putin will turn uh, our exhibition in a kind of Indiana Jones adventure. But he succeeded. Uh, You already mentioned that uh, we were moving this uh, art uh, on the day of the um, biggest um, missile attack on the country during this war. And, of course, um, uh, it was uh, really scary because the drugs left Kiev at 10.30, nothing, uh, you know, uh, promised uh, any problems. The director of the museum called me and said that they are off. And that she is going uh, home to rest. She did not rest for a very long time because in one hour a Russian missile aimed the neighboring residential building. She called me in hysteria. Then we were following the trucks through Ukraine. And we had a great relief when they were close to the Polish border. And in that very moment, a missile aimed Polish village. Uh, of course, Poles immediately closed the border and started to move forces to that area. Uh, you can imagine, you remember that moment that uh, in Europe we thought that it's the beginning of the Third World War. So uh, that's happened around 10 o'clock at night. We had to have through the night unbelievable diplomatic efforts uh, with uh, Ukrainian embassy in Madrid, contacting Ukrainian embassy in Poland, Ukrainian diplomats in Poland, contacting all Polish authorities possible. So after ten year, ten hours on uh, at the checkpoint these trucks with the help of Polish authorities, could cross before the traffic was resumed for other cars and continue to Madrid.
0: Constantine, how much attention, how much help did you get from Zelensky in uh, getting the artworks out of the country to Spain?
1: You know, I want to tell you that without his help, it could be impossible because... Um, I cannot say that all officials were very happy about this idea. Um, some people were scared, some people were unwilling to help. And, of course, uh, presidential patronage of this exhibition was instrumental uh, for that simple reason that uh, you cannot ship any art through Ukraine uh, in the moment uh, because uh, there is no, no insurance company in the world which will ensure anything moving through Ukraine, as you can imagine. So we needed state guarantees, which were provided. We needed a military convoy, which was provided. And uh, I was very pleased that President Zelensky found time to um, uh, record the video address, which was um, um, played during the opening of the exhibition, I'm happy that is understanding the importance of art.
0: Your, your central role can't be under, un, understated because the idea for this exhibition came to you years before Russia invaded Ukraine. But uh, geopolitics got in the way whenever you tried to launch it. I understand that initially it was going to go to uh, Budapest in 2018, but that didn't happen.
1: Yeah, it did not happen because in that moment the uh, um, uh, government of Viktor Orban uh, decided to start a kind of political um, uh, struggle with Ukraine because Ukrainians adopted new law on education and Orban saw it as a uh, oppression of Hungarian minority. Mainly he used it for his election campaign, which was happening in the same very time. So Hungarians froze all financial projects with Ukraine, including insurance for this exhibition. Uh, Then I tried to um, interest in this exhibition, German museum directors uh, and had conversation with one very important German museum. The director told me that the material is very interesting, but uh, the director was afraid to spoil his cozy relations with Russian museums. Uh, So, I thought that politically this exhibition is unlucky, and it's uh, very funny that it did happen in the moment of the um, uh, most stunning political upheaval in Ukrainian history.
0: In introducing you, I made the point that this is uh, the largest ever legal transfer of art from a war-torn country. Why is that word legal so important?
1: You know, uh, there are two points. I cannot say that it's uh, it's maybe not the largest legal transfer in history. Because in 1939... uh, Hello? Hello?
0: Yes, we're here. We can hear you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. In 1939, the Republican government of Spain uh, transferred to um, uh, Switzerland uh, more than 300 paintings from the Prado Museum for safekeeping. It's very interesting because this uh, story was mentioned constantly by our Spanish course during the opening of the exhibition. But uh, I never heard about the um, organization of uh, large museum show uh, during the war time by the country which is under attack. In this sense, we are probably the first. The legal side is very important because uh, during all uh, war conflicts, which we can remember, uh, uh, aggressive powers very often removed um, uh, hundreds, if not thousands, of artwork illegally. Well, hit
0: the Nazis, of course, pillaged the world, but in particular the treasures in France.
1: Of course, but... Today, we have the same uh, situation. It's stunning to which extent we are living through constant deja vu feeling because Russians are removing the whole museum collections from the occupied territories. And uh, you remember that Ukrainian forces recently liberated the city of Kherson. So all Kherson museum collections uh, were created and uh, removed by the Russians. Uh, So we are again facing the same situation of illegal threats.
0: People have woken up to the fact that this was a culture war, Uh, says your um, your co-curator. Putin's war on Ukraine is not just about stealing territories, but about controlling its narrative. That's right, isn't it, Konstantin?
1: It's absolutely right, and it's very interesting... Uh, to which extent this, uh, let's say, false historical element becoming extremely important uh, element of the propaganda campaign of Russia, uh, uh, Putin really wants to control uh, narrative. Putin really coming with absolutely, um, uh, you know, it's 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 a comedy situation for any lone historian. Uh, he is uh, trying to manipulate history. He is probably trying to prove that Ukrainian nation never existed. And uh, I'm I really very interested in this uh, element of the quite artificial Russian efforts to revise history.
0: It's interesting, isn't it, uh, that in the 10 months since Russia invaded Ukraine, well, UNESCO reports that over 200 cultural sites in Ukraine, including museums, have been badly damaged.
1: Of course. Some collection, as I told you, were looted, but in some cases it really looks like it was predetermined predeterminated destruction of uh, important Ukrainian cultural sites, because you know we don't have um, um, uh, proofs, but it's very difficult to interpret it otherwise.
0: Constantine, will will the artworks stay in Madrid until the war is over?
1: You know, uh, in the moment they will stay in Madrid until the end of May next year, then they will um, travel to Germany, and will be shown in the Ludwig Museum in Cologne, and that exhibition will continue until September of next year. Uh, I don't know when this war will finish, as uh, I think that everybody else in this world, unfortunately, but uh, our show attracted so much attention that now we have a line of respected European museums, which want to travel it to their countries. So we will see. Uh, and let's guess that this war will finish before the end of our exhibition in Germany.
0: You've been responsible for a remarkable achievement, Konstantin, and uh, it's been a privilege to talk to you. Konstantin and ukrainian Ukrainian-American art historian, journalist and co-curator of the exhibition in the eye of the storm in ukraine 1900 to 1930s currently currently in madrid getting in touch with abc rn is easy join the conversation live using the
1: abc listen app's call and text features